welcome to the Worcestershire LMC podcast series. Today I'm meeting with Dr Chris Perks and we're going to be talking a little bit about our local mentoring scheme in Worcestershire. So welcome Chris, it's lovely to see you. Hello, hi. Would you like to just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and the kind of things you get up to these days? Sure, um, I'm a retired GP, um, retired uh, at the end of 2019, um, didn't know COVID was coming, but it was impeccable timing. Um, I, during my career, I'd also been a um, had a specialist interest in ENT, and I'd volunteered in various um, trips to Nepal as a doctor, sort of high altitude medicine, free hospital care, and I'd also volunteered at Shelsley Walsh, uh, the hill climb near Worcester, um, as their medical officer. So quite a lot of pre-hospital care some ENT and and lots of general practice obviously. Since retirement um, I've been uh, mentoring, I've uh, helped develop the partnership development program which teaches GPs about the business aspects of of being in partnership. Um, That's been a very successful and popular program Um, and I've been involved in developing a community wellbeing hub uh, in Pershaw uh, with my wife, Jill, who's also a retired GP. We got that up and running, gave it structure, and now we've actually walked away from it and uh, it's now thriving. Um, so Brilliant. doing very well. Mm. Excellent. So you've a finger in lots of pies there, Chris, haven't you? Busy man, despite having retired. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to keep myself busy, indeed. Okay. Yeah. So obviously mentoring is is something we offer locally and the LMC offer this in partnership with our ICS and um, and it's offered who who do we offer it to you you tell me who who can access this scheme it's, it's principally GPs um we do um offer it to um PAs in the community as well um and there is a um uh, there are separate schemes for optometrists uh pharmacists um and a few practice managers as well um, so it's quite it's quite widespread within primary care in the community. Um, most of my work is obviously involved in the uh, the general practice side of things. Mm. But essentially, who it's it's available to anybody, um, and you don't need to be struggling. Um, you just perhaps you've got to a crossroads in life. You want somebody to bounce ideas off, and um, there are. Um, five hours of of, um, of free mentoring available. That five can be a little bit flexible depending on how the issues are going. Um, and it's not a it's not a sort of once in your lifetime opportunity. You, you know, somebody can have a, a process of mentoring um, and then a few years later, if they've got a different problem um, or maybe the same problems come back again, um, the same issues, um, you can then apply for mentoring again. And that's perfectly reasonable mm-hmm. to do. Um, so it's we try to make it as inclusive as possible. Absolutely. And it's it's interesting you say there because I think a lot of people have an idea that if they're having mentoring, there's got to be a specific thing, you know, that's gone wrong or they need to be a doctor who's struggling and in need in some way. But actually, as you said, it can be almost anything, can't it? It can be just feeling a little bit lost or thinking yeah, you need to indeed. get to a certain place and not quite you know, having worked out how to get there. So, yeah. I mean, you and I are both mentors, aren't we? And I'm sure we, we both see mm-hmm. it's Indeed. quite a rewarding 
process, isn't it? Because actually, if you can sort of support somebody to get to where they need to be, yeah. but they've almost done that themselves with a bit of nudging and support, mm. you know, to get mm. to their own conclusions, I think that's a massively rewarding thing. And and actually, sometimes it's 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 something to do with the home life or career progression, or it can be all kinds of things, can't it? Yeah. Would you no, agree with that? No, no, absolutely. Um, I, I personally find it really rewarding to. Uh, to, almost to, to to walk alongside somebody um, and to um, not to lead them because that's that, that's wrong, but to walk alongside them and be with them, um, give them encouragement and support and build their confidence to deal with whatever issues coming up. Quite a few people that we sort of we mentor are early on in their career where they're thinking about do we go into partnership or not, um, or now I've landed in partnership. Oh, what does this mean? How do I settle in? Or I'm having problems. Other people sort of mid-career just drifting a bit and thinking, well, I don't know what to do next. Um, and a career in general practice is quite a long time. And inevitably, some people drift into teaching of some sort or or doing other things. But it, it's quite a lot of us actually just drift along and um, I think mentoring can be really helpful in helping you realise your own um, wants and needs from that career. Um, we don't tell people what to do. I must stress that we actually just encourage and, and sort of tease out what it is they want um, for themselves. And it's not just career based. It, it, it can be, as you mentioned, it can be the whole lifestyle. It can be relationship issues uh, and so forth. I know it's it's it comes through work, but actually we look at the whole person um, and, uh, you know, it's it, you're, you're not just a doctor. You're a you're a, a spouse, a, um, a mum or a dad, you're a son or daughter, you know, all those things. And they all make up who you are and can all have an influence about how happy you are. So, sounds very sensible to me and it makes a lot of sense. Is In terms of, so this is not counselling, is it, Chris? It's definitely no. not counselling, no, 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 which no. would no. be more prescriptive. So what exactly is mentoring? How would you define it? Um, there are lots of definitions of <laughs> mentoring, as you, as you can imagine. Um, I like to think of it as... Um, in a nutshell, enabling change by opening up different perspectives. So what I mean by that, change is one of those things that is inevitable. We all know about death and taxes, but I would put change onto that as well. Um, change is going to happen. Um, and a lot of people struggle with that. Um, but with mentoring, it actually helps you to understand that there are certain things that are beyond your control. There are certain things that are within your control um, and it helps you to sort of it just just understanding that basic feature enables you to address the things that are in your control to change. And um, it's either by enabling you to change your behavior, by changing your your attitudes to things, the way you respond to various stimuli. Um, those are really powerful things um, that um, if you can gain a bit more control uh, of that change process, it actually leads to better happiness because happiness doesn't come from having, um, you know, a bigger house or a smarter car or lots of holidays. Happiness comes from the way you think 
um, and the way you feel. Um, so I, I, I think if we can um, enable an engagement with that change to make the change work for you, <coughs> to help you in, a, in that journey, often that's by um, challenging, um, by sharing different perspectives. Um, so if someone's having problems with, uh, say they're having problems with, a, with, with their sort of position in the partnership, we might reflect it around and say, well, how do they think about you? How do you respond to these situations? Mm. How do you think that comes across? So it's it's not it's not a passive process. Um, we don't do, as you said, we don't actually give advice, but we we challenge. Um, we try to get people to make goals, their own goals, um, and then actually before they enact them uh, or before they take any action, we try to think, well, okay, what are the ramifications of that? Suppose you do go go part-time you know what are the ramifications that we can have less money you can have less influence perhaps in the partnership but what are the plus sides and so forth so we we get people to think through um uh the the effects of, of any change they might make challenge them as i say is that really what you want to do and then actually agree with them steps that they can take to achieve those goals um that's not quite a nutshell, but that's <laughs> that's how I see mentoring. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, we're all so busy, aren't we, at the moment as well? And I think, you mm. know, it's having a little bit of space and time on your own with somebody who's there just for you, as mm. you say, to sort of help guide you through whatever the issues mm. are. And you're the one setting the goals, not the mentor. So it's the mentee, the person being mentored, who's setting their own goals with a bit of support from the mentor to say, is that really yeah. the goal you're looking for? Yeah. Or is it something yeah. else? You know, why are we, yeah. why are we here? Um, and then, as you say, it's because there's a few different sessions, you, you're setting those goals you talked about, and then it's, reviewing and seeing where have we got to now, the next yeah, session, this, and has this, the goals the, changed? The mentoring process can take place over several months um, and it's not unusual to have say a couple of months between sessions um, to enable you know to, to allow those actions to be taken and then to, to see and assess the the results what's happening um, and then say well is you know is was that the desired effect did you, you were you expecting that um, has that achieved what you want to do and then what can you learn from the way you manage that to help you manage change in the future? Um, have you gone far enough? Do you want to make even more change? Um, there are lots of different scenarios, but it it's not a um, a short, sharp intervention. It's a it's a um, involvement over over a few months. Um, it's really. sort of evolving process in yeah. a way that yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Is there anybody for whom mentoring wouldn't work? Is there anybody you would say no? Actually, this isn't for you never come across that i really haven't i think if okay. if i mean theoretically i suppose if somebody was so fixed in their ways that a mentor can't shake them out of that fixed way of thinking perhaps um but i've, I've never come across that and i've never heard of that from any of our fellow mentors um okay. so yeah i, mean, can't think I of suppose there might be some people you know if they were depressed perhaps if you identified somebody was suffering with depression would you advise them 
you know, to sort of manage the depression, see the GP, get some support I, for that and then come back? Or would you run it no, in parallel? I, I, or? I, I think I'd run it in parallel. And right. it, this, this brings me to one thought that I quite often have when I'm mentoring is that the skills that we have as mentors are actually an extension of skills that we have uh, clinically. So um, in the same way that we might um, encourage a colleague to change the way they think or behave, those are really useful um, tools to have up your sleeve when you're treating a patient who's anxious or depressed. And very often, if you can change a patient's way of thinking, depression, anxiety actually melts away um, because they get their... um, the, the the problems into a different into a different perspective, and so I would not say, look, this is not going to work for you. You need to go away and get well, and then come back and see me. I think we take a more holistic approach, and I'd I'd run, um, you know, if somebody was really struggling, I would run, um, men, I'd be quite happy to run mentoring alongside um, a sort of physician's health um, input as well, because I think the two are complementary. And that makes a lot of sense, Chris, because, I mean, this is what we should be doing with our patients. And we all wish we had we more be. time yeah. yes, to exactly. be able to do yeah. this properly with our patients, yeah. don't we? Because yeah. actually you're empowering somebody really to look at themselves, aren't you? Shining mm. a light back in on themselves yeah. and saying, OK, this is this is who you are. Yeah. So you might be trying to be something you're not, you know, and, and actually looking inside yourself and working to get better at certain yeah. things is is a really important way to to deal with whatever problems you've got going on, I suppose, sure. isn't it? And I think if and if I think if you can teach either a patient or a mentee to change the way they think and behave, then actually they can learn skills from that that they can apply to the next challenge in life. They may still need a bit of um, bit of support for the next challenge, but maybe they won't need quite so much support, um, or maybe they'll figure it out on their own because they've been through that process. And I think if we can apply some of the mentoring skills to our clinical work, I know there's not enough time, um, but actually if we can apply it selectively, we can empower our patients to take better care of their own health. Um, mm. The reverse is also true. I think if we don't take that time, then we can encourage a dependence um, in our patients. And we you know, we encourage, we, we train our patients to become frequent attenders. So what we do today as clinicians makes a big difference to the, the, the health needs of our patients in the future. And it's very easy, isn't it, to think as a doctor, you know, we give a medicine, solve the problem, but but it's never it's never just that, is it, that the patient no, needs no. And, and it's this no. holistic view of what's driving that behaviour, mm. that condition, mm. that physical symptom, isn't it, sure, and, and getting sure. to the root of that. And yeah, I think we do all we do all do our best, I think, in the time that we've I, got to try and approach it like that, indeed, don't we? But, but aren't aren't GPs lucky that we've got this amazing scheme that gives them five hours of time? if they can find that time and it's time well spent isn't it because it's it's time really just just stopping and discussing it with somebody in a confidential safe space and working through the issues so there's there's definitely 
real value there, isn't there? Is have I, you had any kind of feedback from from mentees or any sort of examples of cases that you thought, obviously confidentially, but anonymously, where you thought actually that's made a big difference to that person's life? Yeah, I mean personally, I've had feedback, um, um, very positive feedback. I've had quite a few mentees come to me personally um, through my work in the partnership development program. So a lot of people coming in to practice, uh, you know, they want to get into partnership or they're still umming and ahhing, having learned about partnership. Um, I've got one or two others um, that I've looked after over time who were particularly affected by COVID and and the sort of you know the sort of the distance working and and. Um, and how they then get back into seeing people face to face. And uh, the, the, the feedback I personally have had has been very positive. Um, the one that gets marked down is, is the fact that my meetings aren't always structured, but actually people have said, that's a good thing because mm-hmm. it's not me setting the agenda. I think it's a problem with our questionnaire for feedback personally, um, but it's, no, I, I've, yeah, I mean, I've, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but things like Chris has always been incredibly supportive and interesting to talk to, um, gently challenged and prompted to ensure goals are questioned and clarified. That's that's what I would hope to, you know, that's what I would hope to do to achieve and, yeah. and to get feedback like that is is, is really helpful. Um, one thing I was going to pick up on, you mentioned um, confidentiality. And the one thing I'd say about mentoring is that you know, we're not an educational supervisor. We're not an appraiser. Um, I know it's great to have an appraisal where you, where you have time and you can just you talk about yourself. It's quite a strange thing, but with mentoring, um, it's completely confidential. We're not reporting to anyone else. Um, if it doesn't work, it's not a problem. Um, it, it, it could be, you know, it's a, a relationship thing. You might find a mentor that actually doesn't quite work for you, but we're not going to. You know, there's there's no feedback, and we're not going to report back at the end of so many hours and say, well, they didn't change. You know, strike them off. None of that. It's completely. You know, we we have an open mind. We are completely supportive and have no agenda. We don't bring any agenda ourselves to the um, the conversations we have. And Chris, tell me, because there's quite a few mentors on the scheme, aren't there, at the moment? Mm. Are they mm. are they all kind of quite different types of people, or you know, is there something yeah. for everybody? Yeah, <laughs> well, we, we 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 cover the two counties, Herefordshire and Worcestershire, um, and um, so to some extent, there's a geographical um, issue. You might, you know, if you're if you're looking for a mentor, you might want to have somebody that you can actually meet up physically with. Um, so you might then look. In a sort of you know twenty mile radius or something. Um, equally, it can be done online, just as the conversation we're having now. It it's, it works for some people. Um, it doesn't work for others. So there's a degree of choice. Um, I know plenty of chaps that would like to you know plenty of guys that would like to speak to another guy. Plenty of guys who would actually like to speak to a lady, um, and and vice versa. So plenty of ladies who want to talk about. Um, issues they're having with with another um, lady, but also others who are completely open-minded about it. Um, depends what their own issue is, really. I guess um, we've got a variety variety of different experiences. Some of us uh, retired, some of us with a, a sort of political interest, some of us with a business interest, some of us with extra clinical interests um, at different stages in our career. Um, inevitably, I suppose. Um, 
we tend to be mid-career to later career um, as mentors. Um, but there's no reason why somebody um, early on in their career couldn't train up to be a mentor because it's not about whilst having life experience and work experience is useful, that's actually not, you know, we, we're not using that to give advice. It's actually mm. about um, challenging and asking questions and saying, is that where you want to go? Um, so anybody can train to be a mentor. We have a good range of of experiences and personality types. And um, on the the, the uh, TeamNet website, um, we all have a biography. Um, mm. And so it's quite possible to have a look on there, um, go to the mentoring section, find the various biographies, which are, you can just open as PDFs and actually flick through a few people. And, you know, if you if you want to mentor about something specific, maybe one of those will pop up um, equally. It might enable you to say, well, I, I, I've met her before. I've met him mm. before. And actually, we got on quite well. It's something completely unrelated. Um, I'd yeah. like to follow up and have a conversation with them. So that gives an element of choice to anybody wanting uh, some mentoring. Um, that, for me, would be the first port of call, um, is to have a look at our different biographies. Um, failing that, if you've got no preference, people can just sort of um, talk to the administrators and just say, hey, look, you know, just just pick me one off the off off the shelf and I'll and I'll and I'll we'll go from there. I mean we're all trained GPs. We're all used to um confidentiality and, and being supportive. Um yeah. and I I think you mentioned it's really nice to have um it would be nice if we had more time with patients. In a way, mentoring in this way is that type of conversation. So yes. as men as mentors we have the time to explore issues and actually it's very rewarding as a mentor as well as rewarding as a mentee just like being the doctor and patient type relationship yeah, if you feel absolutely. you've done a good yeah. job and, and the patients come away at the end feeling they've yeah. had a positive experience Indeed. you know it's Indeed. it's definitely the right way isn't it mm. i mean it mm. sounds really chris as if you know almost every gp could benefit from this and i sometimes feel you know, almost every GP should access it because it is such a powerful tool. But I suppose it's timing, isn't it? It's it's doing it at a time where you just feel, oh, you know, I'm just a bit stuck. Maybe that's maybe that's the best yeah. time to sort of seek yeah. support. Well, I, I was thinking. Sorry, go on, Chris. Go on, no, no, go on. I was just thinking about um, Dr. Pam Smith, who we spoke to recently on one of the recent podcasts, and we talked about burnout there and and the health practitioner service that's available. And you know, in some ways, people present quite late. And, and as you said, almost find themselves mm. drifting and, and maybe actually what we want to do is raise a bit more awareness of people and say, if you feel you're drifting, if you're starting mm. to show the signs of burnout, starting to feel, you know, you're a bit cross and a bit narky with people, and you're not normally, you know, maybe, maybe actually that is the time to start thinking about having a mentoring conversation with somebody yeah. and accessing this scheme. Does yeah. that, is that something you sort of relate to that? That's oh, very much. I, I would advocate if we could and if, if if funds were available I would actually advocate that everybody should have a, a course of mentoring at an interval and I'd, I'd almost mm. encourage you to say look, every time you're revalidated every five years I think that would be a, a perfect way mm. of instilling mentoring 
into a normal sort of um, normalizing it, yeah. normalizing it, and yeah. it, and it becoming then something that you go through as a process. Not, I think yearly, you know, along with appraisals and everything. Not, you know, maybe that's too frequent, but you know, once every five five years or so, I think my that that would be my ideal. Um, and um, so I would encourage people to to do it, even if they're just a bit bored in general practice. You know, they're sort of um, you, you could be getting irritated with your patients. You could be getting irritated with the kids when you get home. You could be finding yourself um, getting home and being, I don't know, you've had three straight day, three straight long days. I used to get home and find that I it was almost I couldn't communicate on a on a Wednesday evening. I'd get back and I was just exhausted mentally. Mm. Um, I wish I'd had mentoring available at that stage. Um, and um, you know, it's 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 those sort of signs that I think we should all be watching out for in ourselves. And it's not something I think. God, I think we, I think we like to think of ourselves as indestructible as GPs, and we are not. And I don't think that um, seeking help um, is um should have a, any shame associated with it no. over and above that i think mentoring is about i would stress it's not necessarily about having a mental health issue it's about wanting to change something in your life um and so it can be anything it can be you know i'm bored um it may be i'm irritated it may be how do i plan my retirement how do I move into becoming um, a GP trainer? How do I, you know, it, it, it can be any sort of change you want to make in your work life or in your home life. Um, you know, how do I, how do I, how do I cope with teenage kids? Or how do I cope now that my kids are leaving and, and, and going off to university and I've got sort of empty nesting type syndrome? There's all aspects of life that that we should we should and can be helping with um because all of those aspects that looking at uh, a gp holistically all of those things make a difference to how happy you are um and i guess it's it's you know it's funded by the nhs because it also makes a difference to your productivity and how you know whether um whether we can retain you in the workforce but simply that's why it exists um but a happy workforce um, is what we're seeking um, and sometimes a happy GP may be somebody who's actually planning uh, their retirement. Um, it might be a realisation that yeah I've done my time. Um, a lot of people I know retire and feel guilty. Um, I don't mind admitting that I feel um, somewhat guilty that I'm you know that I haven't stayed in work and carried on but I think that's a you know, we don't need to feel guilty. Guilt is a horribly yeah. destructive emotion. Exactly. And, um, you know, if we can help people at any stage in their life, um, then, you know, great. That's all good for us. To do that. Brilliant. Mm. Chris, I think that's a really excellent introduction to the scheme. And I hope it gives people a bit more confidence to ask for help because mm. there is help there. And I really think this is an excellent scheme. So thank you for telling us a little bit about your role in it and about you know the kind of problems people can come with. Um, 
And I think that's really useful. We'll put some links at the end of this Gosh, podcast okay. so that people can access the scheme and have a look at those biographies that you mentioned earlier. But thank you ever so much, Chris, for joining us okay. today. It's a pleasure, Jill. Okay. Cheerio. Yeah. Bye. Bye.